they are back. Out of the darkness cometh light. Welcome to the new look ENS Wolves podcast with Joe Edwards, Rosie Swarbrick, Steve Bull, and your host, Nathan Judah. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 145. That is 145. It is the ENS Wolves podcast. It's the gruesome twosome this week in one. It's your presenter, dog lover, carb killer, Mr. Nathan Judah in two. New face of SlimFast 2020. It is Mr. Joe Edwards. Hello. Hello. And Bully Special Prize. It what I guess I guess Bully Special Prizes will be we'll be hearing from Steve Wool later on in the podcast. Which, which which is perfect. Uh yeah, me me and Jedward today. Uh how's it going, pal? Enjoying this international winter break in February? Uh yeah. Yeah, I, I think I am. I, obviously a weekend without football. Mm. It's a bit strange. Yeah. Uh, a week without football, a midweek without football is a bit strange you by s- Wolves' standards. You but. say that some some of us some of us will be at Millwall West Brom. <gasps> Sunday. <laughs> to drink. Awful uh, way to spend your weekend. Yeah. Um, for me, I'll be uh, I'll be having a rare Saturday mm. and Sunday off. Uh, Decent. Joe um, Joe came into the office today, brought in what I thought was a checkbook. I thought he was signing checks with you know yeah, his, yeah. his new one hundred thousand pound salary. Yeah, uh, it wasn't though. It was um, it's, it's a lovely wedding invitation, uh, handcrafted. And you went on this rant about about, about card and cardboard and paper. Yes. Well, uh, <laughs> because we did save the dates. Um, Listeners, I'm sure you'll know by now, but I'm getting married Whey! on the uh, on the sixth of March, which is four weeks today. Which Inc- is they four weeks today, which is incredible. It's creeping up fast. That is mental. Um, but we've done these save the dates and you know put it down in your diary, whatever. Yeah. But have gone off. It's either like Vista Print or something else. Other companies are available, but <laughs> yeah, don't okay. don't use them because oh, wow. Because it costs us like 50 quid for about 25 save the dates. No, so two quid that, a mate. pop. So went down to Hobbycraft, got mm. some card, got some ribbon. Got some sellotape, got, got some s- super glue. Exactly. Sal's uh, cousin is a um, bit of a graphic designer. Oh, decent, That's what he's decent. doing on the old laptop. Huh. So, uh, Do you mean he can put a bit of glue down, pour some glitter over it and just shake it? Is that what you're trying to say? Who did art attack back in the day? Who was it? Tony Hart. No, he wasn't no. Tony Hart. Oh, Neil Buchanan. Neil Buchanan. That's I know. It, you yeah. see, you got to go back, 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 back. No, Neil. Tony Hart was before. Neil's the one, weren't he? With his at the end, he'd have that big thing. He'd like do the big. Oh one. yeah, did like he that. Did the yeah, panoramic shots, and then yeah, like he used to put all like the talcum powder on. It was like an elephant at the end of it, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like that. I did like that. So, but uh, blast from the past. I like that. Oh, yeah, that you'd be probably about three when that was going on. I think, yeah, it genuinely was, yeah. yeah. Great, yeah, must have got off the air in about 2002 when I was, when I was five. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, he, he's done the invites for us. I got, finally gave you one, finally got your invite. Well, when you say I got my invite, it wasn't personally you know, addressed to me. It was to the sports desk. I, I feel like I should have had a, you know, to Nathan Judah, but it's fine. I mean, you know, one, one, for, one covers 12, 14 people. You know, it's, that's fine. No problem. It's, I'll take it. Well, you've you got to be efficient, did not you? You do. You do. Absolutely. Save the trees and all that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Right, let's talk some Wolverhampton Wanderers. 
Christmas. Uh, look, I mean, you know, we've obviously covered it. We've talked about it. In, we, we talked about it in the office. We haven't talked about it on the podcast yet. Uh, the big shock was, 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 of course, Kevin Thelwell departing. Um, look, it, it was was um, caught everybody by surprise, really, didn't it? It did. I'll, uh, I'll tell you about how I... Uh got the news mm. um, and we've got a bit of an update as well for you yeah. about, about Kevin Thelwell so, so I, I had to be drafted into the, the Shrewsbury Town press conference on Monday and I had to pull up on a side road and see when it was tweeted and Canica area was it? Shrewsbury I mean just on the way there Canuck, no no I was no. in Shrewsbury Canic Chase no no uh, no None lost on you now some yeah no no way that is oh, okay. it's nowhere near Shrewsbury okay. I still think it's going to be ahead but carry on um, but yeah, I um, tweeting about it then. Obviously, <laughs> there'd, there'd been a report earlier in the in the day uh, from ESPN stateside saying that he was off there. Yeah. And now, as soon as ESPN are reporting stuff, then it's it's very likely to be true. And it was, um, you know, as I say, we've we've an update on that. You know, he's he's we're aware that he's said his goodbyes um, to everyone at Wolves. Um, had a bit of a kind of a leaving party I think the other night and um, oh I've just got the text now Kev oh, oh mate what's going on um, yeah so he's, he's, he's going to be flying out in the in the next few days of course taking his um, family over with him as well to New York so it's an exciting move for him mm. and he's been at Wolves for the best part of 12 years now in a variety of roles been in that sporting director role for a few years after director of football which was effectively you know, just a tweak of the job title, I think, making a bit more all-encompassing. But, um, yeah, taking his family, New York Red Bulls, under the Red Bull banner. Um, and it's an exciting move for him. And uh, I think everybody at the club, and you know, is, is wishing him all the best. Appointed on the board of directors. Last summer, yeah. So, you know, Dalrymple gone now. Mm. Thelwell gone. Yeah. Um Is there is there a worry? Is there are you are fans worried? You know, can they? Is it understandable that they're worried about the situation going forward? Um, do they need someone else in? Jeff, she can't keep on doing multiple jobs. No. Um, you know, a folks and just getting getting their their men in place. Do you feel? Do you feel that that, that Kevin Thelwell was pushed, or do you think that? Um, this is a step up for him. Uh, is this a step to the side? Is this a step down? You know, what is this? Because it's a strange one to me. Yeah, um, he wasn't pushed. Um, I, I know some with the timing. Oh, it's only a few days removed from the transfer window. Did he not get the targets and stuff like that? It's not that. Um, been in the pipeline, you know, as we understand now for a, for a couple of months. And um, in terms of an upwards or a sideways move, it's it's a move to a very different environment. I think it's a very fresh challenge. Um, in terms of, you know, club stature and things like that, you'd say Wolves are a bigger club around the world than the New York Red Bulls. Um, I mean, New York Red Bulls are obviously known for having Thierry Henry there and things like that. But, you know, Wolves are a good club going places. But it's a, it's a you know, living and working in New York isn't exactly, <laughs> doesn't exactly sound too bad. No, it, it doesn't. And I understand that. But, when you leave a club, like you say, the Statue of Wolves, with everything that's going on at the moment and, and them looking to to become perennial European contenders, Champions League 
in the mix of the Champions League, in the Europa League at the moment. I mean, it is an incredibly exciting time. And I think maybe just the timing of the move has surprised many, not just not just, um, not just just where Wolves are, but also at this point in the season. Steve Brown says, I have a question. With with the departure of Thurwell following Laurie out, uh, out of Molyneux, uh, in, even in total di- different circumstances, how do you think Jeff can cope, uh, Jeff Shee this is, uh, plus all his other commitments, such as the financial running of the club, should it have been an end of the season departure? I think in an ideal world it would have been, um, but the focus now is on getting somebody else in. Um, and so he will get replaced. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, you know the what we're hearing is the by the end of the season that they'd like to have somebody appointed. Um, I've seen a few kind of musings on on Twitter really about this and. Kind of saying, you know, will will they kind of headhunt a sporting director from elsewhere, or go kind of for for a big name? You've, you know, you've got your Sonelli at Arsenal and stuff like that. They're not get, going and getting that kind of guy, but making, you know, a, a, a guy who's got big experience somewhere else. A glamour name, a who's, glamour who's, name. Who's, who's done who's done done the business at top level clubs. You think that that probably won't happen? No, I don't think so. I think if you look at Wolvesy's strategy pretty much as a whole really in terms of playing wise staffing wise ever since Faustin took over it's it's finding people who you now fit the ethos fit the philosophy uh, tick the boxes without necessarily being you know these star studied marquee names um, I think the only really real example you can think of in Faustin's time from any aspect is Joe Martinia but otherwise I think playing wise staffing wise we haven't really heard of anybody before they'd come in but they've all gone on to do well and I think that'll be the approach that the, the takers will look to get a sporting director because as, as you say it's been you know without having a massive necessarily in, a massive impact on, on the success Wolves have had mm-hmm. it, it's been quite the change off the pitch you know losing Laurie uh, last summer um, obviously, you know he left the club. He's now at now at um, Harlequins, Harlequins uh, rugby side, and and now and now Felwell's gone. So you know you've effectively at the moment got Russell Jones, who's the marketing manager, and and Jeff Shee doing the jobs of two people each, yeah. really. So it's something that needs to be addressed, and I, I think the club are aware of that. Um, but as, as I say, I think by the end of the season, they'd at least, at least like to have somebody appointed whether they'd be exactly in the role mm-hmm. by then mm-hmm. but they'd have a name in place ready to start for you know that summer months who's signing players then you know, it comes to the summer let's say they haven't got someone else who someone in who's signing players is the is the book basically stopping with Nuno is Nuno running this club now he's having final say on everything you know, a technical or sporting director coming in. Is Nuno going to be the one to, to have that final say? Is it going to be Jeff Shee? Is it Foson? Uh, you know, it's a little bit cloudy, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think Nuno is, is instrumental in, in everything that, that Wolves do, I, I think. Because no, if he is, if he is, and he is having this final say, that's great. And, I, I you know, Nuno has been unbelievable as a manager of this football club. And let's hope that he stays here for a long time to come. Uh, maybe not for quotes and stuff for the journalists, but I, we don't care. You know what I mean? No. For, from a from an on the field pitch point right. of view, it's been it's been fantastic. But if he's ringing and he's having the final say in, on on appointments and changes, and then he does go eventually, then where does that leave the situation? I just think there's a few concerns there, isn't there? I, I, I think that it's understandable because, it, as you say, that there has been. 
a shifting dynamic off, off the pitch. Mm. Uh, as I say, Dalrymple, farewell now. You've got the head of medical, Phil Highwood, mm. who's gone. These are um, all English guys as well, yeah, you know, which Rob, English Rob, club. Rob Edwards from the 23s. Yeah. Um, and even to a plain extent, Ryan Bennett and, and things like that, you're losing kind of a, a long-serving English kind of British homegrown core. Yeah, core. Yeah, yeah. Um, there'll be a bit in the in the paper tomorrow from Connor Cody kind of talking about it from a playing perspective saying it, <laughs> yeah um, saying it doesn't matter whether you're English you're Portuguese or whatever it's the best dressing room he's been involved in. sure so I don't think it's necessarily having a significant negative impact on things but it is something to keep an eye on and I think it is something that the club will be keen to address because the, the main thing at the moment is you've got is you've lost two people, yeah, and you haven't got you haven't got replacements in yet. Mm-hmm. And on, on the transfer front, Nuno, yeah, it, you know he he's he's not technically the manager. He's, his role is head coach, but he will have the final say. I mean, we we understand that Huang Yi Chan was 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 offered, you know, as a potential January signing. Nuno wasn't convinced. Moved on to other targets. Obviously, got Powdency, which was very pleased. That was the top priority. Yeah. Um, got Campana and Lloydis, or I think is the correct pronunciation, mm-hmm. um, in for the kind of the twenty-three to boost the first team. Matteson, they were pleased with that one too. So on the transfer front, Nuno is the book is stopping with Nuno, and you know you go to Compton. Is Nuno's influence is is running through the club, through age groups, through the twenty-threes, through the eighteens. Now Nuno's the man mm-hmm. at, at Wolves. And um, whoever comes in, you know, we'll have a very, very close working relationship with Nuno. And, and in the meantime, head of recruitment John Marshall will be, you know, kind of having more of a of a, of, a, of an influence in in that in that aspect. I think mm. picking out potential players as he does anyway, but picking out potential players, you know, for the summer. You hope that someone who's going to come in is going to be someone who's works as an individual who knows his stuff, who's respected, and is going to. Is going to add to you know this this pot and this melting pot that's in there. What you don't want, I guess, is someone who's going to come in as as a yes man. I guess. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing. That in terms of getting somebody in that fits the credentials as opposed to a big name, you look at you know some of the some of these big name sporting directors out there who seem to have kind of caused problems. You know, just generally speaking, from being fairly outspoken and things like that in the past. I mean, you look at you look at Farewell didn't really do a lot of um, media stuff, you know. He'd do probably quarterly or half a year long yeah. kind of updates, um, but kind of let let the kind of business speak for itself. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's that's the approach that they'll they'll go down again. Yeah, but making sure that they've got somebody who is well respected, um, you know, can work can work with you know high caliber. People and has got the relevant experience, but as we say, not necessarily, you know, headhunting somebody from another big European club or mm-hmm. getting somebody in with a with a massive name value. Yeah, interesting. Um, thank you, Joe, for that. Obviously, Joe's got his, you know, his his way of thinking. I, I've got mine. Let's hear from the legend himself, Steve Bull. Um, a little bit of an early one than than, than first advertised, but. Bully, Bully's answering all your questions um, in your normal Dear Bully segment, but also has some very interesting stuff to say about 
Kevin Thelwell, and also about the stadium and the and the potential delay in in redeveloping the Steve Ball stand. Here is Bully. Well, I'm delighted to welcome Mr. Steve Ball, MBE, again to the Wolves Potty. Uh, Bully, when you say MBE, where where did you actually get your MBE? Booking Palace. Who, who who was your person? Who, who was the person who gave you it? The person, the 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 the, 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 top, the royal top royal of the lot, the Queen. Was it? Yes, the Queen gave it me. Was yes. it? Yes, that's it was the big. There. That's the big boy. Because now that nowadays. There's all sorts of them giving the MBEs out. You you want you want the creme de la creme, don't you? You do. You want the top of the ice and the cake, then yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you don't know until on the day. Oh you, really? You're there, yeah, yeah. Because I know a few people say, "Who'd you get? Who'd you get? Who'd you get?" And yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got the quick. Did you? Oh man, I said, well, we didn't know until on the day because they don't know which royals are about oh, and not okay. doing appearances okay. anywhere. Because right, I, so that makes sense. I was very lucky. I was very lucky to to, to meet that little uh, little lady four foot eye and uh, you know she's nice. Did she have all like a crown on everything? Like no, that. she had a hair on it, a hat, a hair, what I'm on about. <laughs> hair net on, is she? You know what I mean? A, a, yeah, a yeah. proper hat on and proper dressed up and whatever. So it was a, it was a very, very interesting uh, you know, I mean, uh, thing to do. What do you have to do? Just bow to it, bow, and then she puts it, does she put it does Yeah, she they call it her name. There's somebody behind the Queen who knows her. Yeah. Uh, well, who knows her. Steve, get your words out. <laughs> who, uh, who speaks to and tells who's coming yeah. in front of her. So, so she's like, bully, bully, Mullen, you've scored a few goals. He's a tata. Yeah. Like this, like this. That's what he said to her. No, he didn't. I'm joking. Uh, but uh, then you step forward about five yards away. Yeah. You bow, you walk forward, you shake her hand and step back and she talks to you. You can't talk to her until she talks to you. Oh, really? Is that what it is? Is yeah. You all get briefed before, do you? Like, yeah, yeah, we all get briefed. About 3,000 was in this big room where you get right. briefed and say, you can do this and you can't do this. And yeah, that's yeah. It. You can't talk to her until she talks to you. Were you nervous? Yeah, a little bit, yeah, a little bit, low sweaty palms and whatever. And we had to wear these big bowler, these big, bad, big hats. Oh, and yeah, and yeah, yeah. And sweating underneath. And, uh, oh, yeah. When it was all, and it was only like 18 seconds uh, in front of her, just talking to her and everything. Well, it's, it's a big thing, you know what I mean? Do you have pic- pictures and everything like that? Do they take pictures yeah, and pic- stuff? Yeah, I've got pictures on, 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 on um, video as well. On oh, DVD. <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. <laughs> it was the year 2000 then, so it's, uh, yeah. And where did you put them? Have you, kept, have you got it prior to place? Or uh, it's, just... in, it's in my sock drawer upstairs. In your sock drawer upstairs? Yeah, yeah. Nobody needs to know that, though. But <laughs> no, I, no. I'm going to move it after today. So if people want to come and visit you, they can have a look, knock on the door. Where, where are you again, Bully? What's, the, what's your address? What's, what's, what's your, what's your what's phone? My, my address is, uh, yeah, number, yeah, 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 73. Number, uh, number, one, Mo- <laughs> number one Molyneux. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, oh, first of all, before before we get on with questions, um, so January's come and gone now. Yeah. Uh, Catroni out. Yeah. Uh, no striker in. Uh, Podent's obviously been the marquee signing who's come in, who's yeah. going to be in and around kind of like that, that right uh, right forward, left forward. He's going to, you know, and yeah. looks looks useful player. You've talked quite passionately about Catroni and that you didn't agree with him with him going. Uh, we thought at the time they'd be bringing someone in. They haven't yeah. brought an out and out replacement. And what you, what are your thoughts on on the January window and not replacing like for like? Yeah, I, I just think you know, I mean, if if Jimenez goes, who's going to go in his place? They can't just put Troyer up there. They can't put Jota up there. Who else? There's no. You need an out and out striker who's going to be patient. Uh, and it's 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 one of them things, mate. I, I'm still a bit gutted that the Catroni gone because I think he could have he could have actually met a good player. You know, maybe not six months, twelve months, whatever. But he could have met a good hungry hungry striker. But the club obviously know what they're doing. Mm. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're, they're banking on probably good luck again, and, and fingers crossed, no more injuries. Uh, because if Jimenez gets injured, well, you're losing probably now 10, 15 goals till the end of the season. Yeah, and uh, we ain't got one of them in our side. So fingers crossed, it'll all be all right. I think I think uh, Podence, uh, Traore, uh, Jota, Vinagre, Neto. We've all, we've got the left hand side and the right hand side. 
We just need another replacement for the middle. And uh, you know, I mean, I think you I mean we, we never know again. You, you, they might go back in the loan loan deal and uh, and loan somebody out soon. Do you, do you feel that they should have, if they were going to let him go? I think most people thought they'd have someone lined up. Mm. Are you surprised that they've let him go with no one lined up? Albeit, if someone's not available or not good enough, then you're not going to buy for buying sake. They they can yeah. potentially wait to the summer, but you kind of feel like at least this summer. Yeah. They've got they've got to buy it. and they've got to spend it and probably spend bigger money than they are. Would you say? Yeah, I do. I, I think that as well. You know, that, that they could do with a name, some kind of name or something, just something, any anybody, just to slot in to say if something happens to him, it is we got you on standby. Yeah. Even if they sent, uh, I don't know, Catroni on loan and says we want him back as yeah. soon as possible if anything happens. You know what I mean? And yeah. they buy him at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. makes more sense. But I don't know. Maybe the more might be more to it why he's gone or why he hasn't gone. But it's, it's one of them things. But uh, as you say, I mean, we're, we're sitting all right at the moment. Hmm. Everybody's enjoying themselves. The, the club are enjoying themselves. The players are enjoying themselves in Spain at the moment. So uh, let's keep it going. Yeah, absolutely right. Okay, we've got some, uh, got some questions from the peeps. Uh, Abigail Secret says... What does Bully think about all this contactless malarkey when trying to buy a pint, a pint at the, at the game? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a cash man, uh, so I don't like You're it. You're definitely a cash man. I don't boy, like yeah. it. I like to go out with some money in my pocket and I know what I'm spending. Yeah, exactly. You take card out, yes. you wake up next day, you've had like about half a dozen shots, yeah. a couple of beers, and you're thinking, jeez, where's all that come from? <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, mind a point, a point. I know, it's so easy, it, isn't it? It is easy, it is easy. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like it, to be fair. I don't like it. But, you know, it's one of the things that's a way forward nowadays and that's where the club's going. Do you uh, do you use Apple Pay Bully? That'll double click on the side of the phone? And, and swipe it now. No, what's a phone? Apple, what's Apple Click? Apple Pay. <laughs> Apple Pay. Double, double, double click. Double click. Hello. Hello. Um, double click side of the phone and then you just swipe it now. I've never done that. I've no. never done oh, that. Mate. No, it's either cash or card and that's it, mate. Okay. Bang. Okay. No. Job done. Under the mattress. Get all those 50 still there. I know. It's uh, Spartacus says, uh, some, uh, sometimes you see Bully in George and Bertie's Cafe in Cannock on a Saturday morning. Um, having a breakfast sandwich. What's your go-to breakfast sandwich? My bre- uh, my mine is uh, you won't believe the mine is a sausage egg and tomato with brown sauce. No, yes. really, sausage. It's a sausage, egg, and tomato with brown sauce soaking, so it drips through my fingers. Really, and biting, butter like as well, or just <laughs> no. <laughs> No butter. no butter. That's a northern thing, guys. Is it? Is a northern it? thing. I is think it? it's, it's one something. Oh no, no butter. What, what about what about bread cake? Bread cake? Bap? What's that? No, the... it's got to be white bread. That's it. Not brown white bread. Not brown bread. White seed, bread. Flax seed, flaxseed. No the red tomato juice coming through with the egg. Oh, See, I feel like tomatoes. What tomato and brown sauce? Are they mixed? Are they? Is that yeah, they like do. A, yeah, yeah, um... yeah, yeah. Some people might not like. No them, fried egg uh, kicking exactly. around there. If I was having a breakfast, I want fried eggs, yeah. Right, okay. Full breakfast is fried eggs. Fri- yes. Not not poached? No, no. No avocado toast, smashed no, avocado. No, you're talking possible. Some chilli flakes <laughs> and a bit of sourdough, no? <laughs> no, no. So, sausage, egg and tomato, brown sauce, that's my go-to. Okay, okay. Jason Jones, uh, will we keep our Ford line next year or sell and promote? Well, I'm hoping they uh, they keep them uh, because you know there's been a lot of interest uh, in this January window about I mean, going and Troy going and whatever. They obviously want to keep the main star players, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But uh, the like I said, what we've gone back on the question before, the only doubt is, I mean, is if, if they do go, who are we going to get to get in? Yeah. At the price we got them at, so me, I'm hoping they keep them now for at least another 12 months, 18 mm-hmm. months, so it establishes even more in the in the Premiership. Yeah, you, you got you got to think that. Um... That if they can keep them, I mean, the one thousand percent, there are going to be offers from this summer, isn't there? Yeah. There's going to be some offers. There's going to be some big clubs, and I guess it's just that tipping point of when it becomes 
too good to turn down. But at yeah. the same time, like you say, you want one more season with all these boys firing because you think, take Europe out of it. If you have this squad plus two or three quality first-team additions, there's no reason why they can't challenge it for Champions League places. They can't challenge for the it's top four, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean we, we're now five points off fourth mm. place. That's two games. Yeah. That's two games. We won't yeah. play the ones above us. Yeah. So, you know I mean? Like, there's nothing here to, uh, at the moment. Uh, but it's been exceptional, I think, the last last two years. It's absolutely unbelievable. And you'll check where we are mm. with the squad bigger. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. when, touch wood, if yeah. we get injuries, that's when we're going to start worrying. I thought the tiredness would kick in there with the Europa League, but it's not. You know what I mean? I think the, the, the aftercare service the players again at the moment, after matches, after matches, after matches, mm. it must be unbelievable because they're coming out, turn out, tip tip-top uh, you know, in energy to go to the go and they're often running. And it's nice as well they can go to places like Marbella three or four times a year and, and just you know recharge, obviously work hard out there, but it's just a yeah. little bit of R&R, isn't it, as yeah, well? Yeah, and I think you mean, when you're in this country, it's day in, day out to the training ground, back in the rain, in the snow, in the wind, in yeah. the whatever, you know I mean? I, Change people scene question needed. me saying, well, why are they going away again and again? Because a bit of a heat on your back, yeah. it'll do you good. If you're yeah. feeling down and out, you've got a bit of a cold, Absolutely. it picks you back up. Mm-hmm. They're not going over there on holiday. No. They're training. Yeah. They're still training just as hard as they train over here, but they'd like you, I mean, you know, it's a bit warmer on the back. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Dear Bully, can I borrow your box for the Espanol game? Flying back from Sydney, did Porto return too? You, you, have you got box? No, you're, I, you're, I, I you're, haven't you're, got you're in WV1, aren't you? Hosting yes, I, and doing I, the. I, I do all my corporate stuff on yeah. match days and whatever. But uh, he's I working. He's working. I used to have a box. Oh, did you? When I, fit, when I was signed for the Club of Wolves, they gave oh, me right. they gave me box number nine in the Billy White stand. Oh, nice. And then when my contract finished, that was it. Then that was it. Yeah, that was it. They took it off me. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So I did have one. So you can't. So you got to sit, stand outside of me or sit outside of me. Yeah, Captain Buskill. Should Morgan Gibbs-White have gone out on loan? Nuno clearly rates him, but most Wolves fans think he needs games. Yeah, I do, yeah. I do, yeah. I think uh, you know, he came into the side uh, and uh, something happened. I don't know what's happened, but he's fell out of fire and all of a sudden he's back in favour again now. But you need games because when, you, when, when, you, when you've not been playing for a long time, you think you're ready mm. and sharp. Mind that you think you are seriously. I've been there myself, but when you get out there, the pace of it is absolutely unbelievable. It's so yeah. quick, and you're thinking, "Geez, I need match player. I need to get out there and play some football." Of course, of course. So I think, you know, I mean, I think if the squad wasn't as small, I'd send him out because uh, you know, you've got to keep him at the moment for for what he's doing, or put him on loan uh, on instant recall. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. Jackie says, "What is Bully's view on the redevelopment of Molyneux?" How does he? How does he think an increase in capacity will be best achieved? So, yeah, I mean, news has come out about they're going to potentially slow down or, or not do the the redevelopment yeah. of the Steve Bull stand straight away. Some some guys, some stands. So I don't know who's been. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not mine. Don't know who stand that is. Um, and they're talking about you know I think moving getting a temporary stand between your stand and the the South Bank. Yeah. So some more for more seats, but. Are you concerned slightly that, that that things aren't going as quickly as as maybe were were promised? Uh, well, what did they say between five and ten years? Yeah, you know, it's our third year mm. now, is it? So you know, I think uh, yeah, I, I'm in a way, but I, I can't see a way around of losing uh, revenue. Of, re- of sorting that ground out I can't I can't see because they won't close the whole stand down for us you can't close that because you're losing a lot of venue every, every week in week out and whatever and uh, you can't do but, but putting more standing like the ground you stand in the corner it gives people a chance to say you can watch it but yeah. you're in the corner out the way with, the, with them hoodie things on the cagoule things on 
But if you want a ticket, ponchos, bully, it. ponchos, ponchos, ponchos. Yeah, see-through ponchos. You've been to you've been to uh, Orlando. You've been to Disney. You've you've worn a poncho or two <laughs> when those typhoons come at four not, o'clock. Not them, not oh, hundred no percent. I've seen you in a blue Universal ET no, one. No, so if they do do it, well, fair play. You've got at least another probably two and a half thousand, three thousand fans who, who, who can attend the game. Can you see from Fosun's point of view that it's not financially viable to? redevelop Molyneux for them to go away and move it out do you think that would be a disaster but that's, 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 that's the thing you have in your head don't you you think mm. are they planning somewhere else to build somewhere else and keep this as this and, and modernise this as best you can or are they I don't I, I, I would love to be a fly on the wall in Fosun's office just yeah. to say to, the, to everybody or to say like this is what's this is definitely what's happening mm. this is our plan Gate into your edge. We're either going to move over there or we're going to redevelop this. You want somebody to go like that, and I'd I'd like to hear that as well. Because some people will see that Laurie Dalrymple's left now. They'll see that Kevin Thelwell's left just this last week to go to New York. A big surprise to quite a few people. Fosun are firmly in charge, as you would expect, the owners. Um, you know that maybe the next thing is that they are looking to to move it. Maybe put two and two together. Maybe getting eight. But yeah. but you can understand people. Who who are who are who are giving that opinion? Yeah, yeah, you can, you can, because you speculate to accumulate. I mean, there's no smoke without fire, and uh, there's been no shout yet about any anybody moving the ground anywhere else. Mm-hmm. The shout is that we're going to redevelop Molyneux and keep it there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm in the dark as much as you are, as much as twenty eight and thirty thousand fans are. I don't know. Yes, tradition, tradition's gone out the window anyway because uh, you got a squad full of uh, international players foreign players or whatever you've only got a few English players so tradition's gone on the field anyway Yeah. so but the tradition is going down to Molyneux way and you're looking at the old Molyneux and thinking this is our ground would you be deeply sad if they moved I would be I would be could you understand it though I can understand it I can understand it because you know I mean like you say we've got about 50,000 followers out there and there's about uh, 10,000 10, waiting list. get tickets you know what I mean? So to, to make everyone else happy, but a minority of us, i.e. me, the older generation who love the ground, love the waiters and whatever, will be a, a tad disappointed. Yeah, of course. Uh, thoughts on Kevin Thelwell going? I mean, you, you probably know him. Yeah, and, I, d- I don't know. I don't know. That, that was a strange one. I was only with him the other night at the uh, the, the Christmas do, and uh, and he didn't mention absolutely really? nothing at all. So it must have been cards close to the chest. I mean, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I need a new venture. You know, I've got walls as far as I can. He's done a fantastic job for the club in recruiting players and bringing young players in as well. So he's done, he's done very well. So I don't know why he's gone. I don't know what's happened or who's going to recruit players. No, I don't know what's going on. Do you feel um, he got the rough end of it sometimes when deals didn't go to plan or, or there was a, a disappointment in a transfer that maybe the, the sexy thing is to bring men, you know, praise Mendes when they get a big play and then something yeah. doesn't work out and it's, he's, he's kind of the fall guy sometimes with some fans? You've got to have a scapegoat, haven't you? You've got to have a scapegoat and uh, before him it was Jez. You know, I mean, Jez was a scapegoat before. You've got to have somebody in the in the club to take a, take the take the punches on the chins, if you know what I mean. Or yeah. you mean take everything on your shoulders. And uh, and uh, Kevin took the, the the place of uh, Jez. And then now, who's going to take uh, Kevin? Who are they going to have going now? Yeah. I don't know who the fans are going to have. Well, yeah. They can't have a go at nobody because we're playing well. We are in exactly, great position, yes. so we can't. I mean, when it's been thing, four years of just happiness and joy, well, really, hasn't let's it? Keep Three it and going. Let's keep it going. with yeah. What we've got then? Yeah. Um, Good answer, Bully. Enjoyed that. Um, let's have a look. A couple more. With all the changes and people moving on, it's kind of connected to it, Mike Osborne. Uh, with all the changes and people moving on, do you feel any differently about the club? I do. I do, yes, because, you know I mean? I, 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 well, I'm, I'm the same as these here. I've got this. 
Uh, this I do apologise to uh, <laughs> listeners that uh, that is my message uh, town on my phone. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Schoolboy had a didn't oh, I was on platform off. nine and three quarters at <laughs> King's Cross. <laughs> so, but uh, when I walk in now, there's, uh, I mean, when I first went to Wolves, there's only four people in, in the club when I first went there. Amazing. Now there's, there's hundreds and yeah. I don't know half of them. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? The tradition in my eyes that the certain people gone out of the club who used to be there when I was out. But, you got to move on. You got, got to get to used to the, the new stuff, and they got to get used to the, used to you walking in as well. So it's, oh, it is, it is horrible feelings. It's horrible feeling because the tradition was gone, mm-hmm. but the club's still there, and yeah. Wolves still there. We support Wolves as a club. I'm going to finish it there. That was brilliant, Bully. Thank you very much. We'll see Bully in a couple of weeks' time. Okay, no worries at all, mate. Thanks, Bully. Top draw. Um, look, he has some interesting to say things to say this week, Bully. Well, yeah, he always has interesting things to say, Bully. Of course, he does. But. Um, Look, interesting, I think, when he, when he said about, about tradition and tradition's gone now. And he can understand it. He doesn't want to move away from Molyneux. But at the same time, he can, he can, he can understand it if, if they had to go away. And, and, you know, it would be sad to leave Molyneux. And no one's saying they will do. Um, what, what do you think about the, the kind of stalling of, of redevelopment? They're looking at other options to, to get more season tickets in. How do you see it all panning out? It's it's a difficult one because we've mentioned with Molyneux a, a few times that the kind of the, the 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 land around it doesn't really give you much wiggle room. You've got the big university building behind the Steve Ball, so you can't necessarily build that back um, and then kind of build on top of it or whatever, like Liverpool did with their big stand. Um, that would be a stumbling block. You've got the big uh, Wolverhampton archives building behind the uh, safe bank you've obviously got the ASDA behind there's a lot isn't there there's a lot around Molyneux and uh, I mean the the traffic situation isn't great either so there's a lot of things to look at I mean obviously the temporary corner is um, perhaps getting rid of the big screen but how easy easy is it to get rid of the big screen Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so it's a tough one isn't it it is a tough one and from what Bully says there he could understand if they did move because and I wouldn't want to see them move. I think Molyneux is ingrained in this club's history. Um, but from from Fausten's perspective, and as we say, you know, reiterate, there's no, there's nothing to say that they are doing this. But like, you know, from from any club's point of view, if you've got so, so many stumbling blocks at your current home, you know, it would be a lot cheaper and a lot easier to to just start a new ground on a on a bottle land somewhere else, a free kind of space where you can build. Uh, hotels around it or restaurants and kind C- of casinos I need to be casinos I need to be there thank you very and stuff, much and stuff like that it, it would be easier um, something would have to give I think with a big with a big Molyneux rebuild whether it's whether it's buying the Asda or if it's you know the university sure. would find different accommodation yeah I mean those Steve I see those Steve Steve Bullstand pictures every single home game especially on a night yes. game oh, and God, they yeah. looks dreadful for people to come in and yeah I, I understand the you know the, the reply as well get there early but people are there 45-50 minutes in the queue and they shouldn't have to you know no. especially modern day football these days modern day stadium you know night matches people are leaving work early they're having to pick up the kids or get the kids from school come back people can't get there an hour an hour and a half early and get into the ground it's, it's virtually impossible so you've got to have the access you've got to have not only the transport access which I think is a massive thing you can't just have two roads go 
going into Molyneux and then it locked down. You need to have the transport access and you need to sort that out and you need to have, you know, better entrance entrances and multiple entrances into the stadium to stop that because I feel so sorry for fans who are paying a lot, hell of a lot of money if you've got two, three, four people in your family and they're getting in and they're waiting in, you know, in queues that sometimes you can't, you can't do. There's an accident on the motorway or, you know, like you say, they're slightly delayed and they're having to stand in a queue you know, while the game's going on, that's just gut wrenching. Yeah, it is. It's he's he's such a difficult one because now we all love Molyneux, and I, I gen- genuinely think the best way to go forward would be to to find a solution there. It's just finding what that solution is and when it can actually be done. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve, the Steve Ball stand, you know, is a growing problem. We've 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 getting in. It's it is taking longer than than it should. Um, hopefully that can be addressed in the summer. You know, even if, even if it's, you know, not necessarily adding to the capacity, obviously that is being explored. Um, but I think the genuine issue, and I think the, the the first thing maybe to address would be just, just making access into the Steve Ball stand better, whether it's opening more turnstiles, um, just to get fans in uh, quicker and easier. Mm. Okay, good stuff, good stuff. Thank you very much, Joe. Um, right, a little interlude in, in play. Yeah. Uh, because I said there's two of us this week as a gruesome twosome. There's actually three in the room. There's actually three people in this yes. room. That's because we've got the return of popular segment, Work Experience yeah. Kid segment. Work Experience Kid. Work Experience Kid number one, who was with us, who was sat behind us very quietly, very patiently. Come, come and take a seat with us um, at is. the table for... Don't get too comfortable, though. You want to be here for a few minutes, but that's fine. Um, thank you. Uh, name, please, work experience kid. Uh, Josh Clark. Josh Clark. Very deep voice, Josh Clark. Age, please, Josh. 21. Tw- 21? I know, we're, we're like the same. That's astonishing, I isn't know, it? I know. Both got facial beard situation going on as well. We'll tweet a picture yeah. of, well, of Josh later on. A bit, I think. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so, 21. Where are you from, Josh? Uh, Starbridge. I'll just move the, the, the microphone towards you here. From Stourbridge. Okay, and what are you studying, Josh? Broadcast journalism at Salford University in Manchester. We, we, I know where Salford is. Well, some people might not. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> he's coming here for two he's, seconds and he's, he's dishing the peeps. It's got, unbelievable. Absolutely. He's not got got me, he's got the peeps. Everybody knows where Salford is, don't they? Oh, dear. Um, So you're from Stourbridge. um, um, And what team do you support? Um, Arsenal. I do like the Wolves, though. I do like the Wolves. Wow. So so you come from Stourbridge and you support... Arsenal. So, what what are the ties down south? Then, what what have you got family wise down there? Where did you were born in London, right? Uh, no, no. I've got a granddad who's born in London, but he supports the Wolves. Right. So, so what, why did you uh, why did you end up supporting Arsenal? I used to just really like uh, the way they used to play back in the day before they um. Went you started down supporting there. them in the Invincible season, did you? Is that is that the gig? Was it? Maybe just a bit after that, but um, wow. Wow. Then just before things went downhill. But uh, there's no rules. There's no rules. There's no you, rules. You can support who you want. Could well, support New York Red Bulls if I wanted to. You know. Well, you can because in a different country. But I, I'm, not, I'm not having answers. So, so you like Wolves, but you know, you're not. You know, you your alliances are, are with with the Gunners. Yeah, well, I I consider myself a a football fan. I love football. I love the sport. I watch. There are teams that I like more than others, such as Arsenal and Wolves. But predominantly, it's I not, watch. It's not, it's not an interview. I watch. <laughs> I watch any. I watch any team. I watch any team. Watch any match. Um, <laughs> Consider myself a big football fan, and just mm. just a couple of teams I like more than others. Arsenal, the main one. I also like Wolves, but 
I'm not I'm not like one of them diehard. No, it's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, you just go to a few games. How many games have you been to this season at Arsenal? Um, none. No, right, all right. <laughs> yeah, oh, I Man- think. Yeah, I mean, Manchester that- to London. Yeah, oh, it's <laughs> terrible, isn't it? You can't do that. Hundred I mean, pound train tickets. Oh, ridiculous. Pound tickets. I'm a student. I completely, <laughs> I, 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 I completely agree. You know, and you know, you get Sky and all that kind of gig. So, so fair enough. Um, so we always, we always ask, and, and obviously everybody, everybody complies normally. Every single week we do this. Uh, Josh, obviously you're gonna. Um, you like some of the songs that they sing from the terraces. You oh, big fan? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so give us give us one of your favourite songs on the um, on the microphone here. <laughs> one of my favourites. Yeah, songs. yeah, yeah. So every, uh, everyone gets involved with this. So. Oh, one of my favourites. Go songs. on, you just stick it into the mic, and then you find yeah. There's yeah. a couple that I used to like. Okay. It's quiet. It's, it's always um. You always put sound- the, you've put me on the spot here. Always, you're going quite slightly red. There's a silence. <laughs> silence is golden. You it's great me- on a podcast. <laughs> put put me on the spot right now. Yeah, yeah. Not 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 a song now. <laughs> No. To be fair, Arsenal don't have Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry. Excellent. There you go, Josh. Thank you very much, Josh. A round of applause for Josh. Thank you very much. Excellent. Great pipes. Great. Excellent. The uh, the gunner from Starbridge. Excellent. We'll take a we'll take a picture. We'll tweet that out with the. It's gonna be one, isn't it? Well, has to be one. Excellent news. Excellent. Fantastic. Cheers, Josh. Cheers, Josh. Cheers, Josh. Yeah, top draw. Right. Deadline day. We talked about deadline day, and we talked about about the situation and who we signed. You know, was it a good window? Was it a bad window? I want to discuss uh, discuss one person. That's Mr. Dadashoff. Mr. Dadashoff. Mm, um, no, no, obviously didn't come on deadline day as such. Um, but he was involved in some some deadline day activity or non-activity um, about potentially going to Birmingham City. So very late in the day, we we heard after Brian Bakari rejected a move to Birmingham, uh, that fell through anyway. Yeah. Um, that that Dadashoff was in talks and and potentially moving to St Andrews. However, decided against the move. Uh, a few days later, under 23s last night actually or yesterday afternoon, mm-hmm. um, scored against them, uh, which I, I thought I thought was superb. Also added to the Europa League squad in the middle of that. What what what's going on? I don't I don't quite understand it. He's making a few waves, isn't he, Mister he is. Mister Renat Dadashov? Yeah. The, uh... With a sharp cut, by the way. I won't Ooh, mess about. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, um, Azerbaijan mm. uh, star. Yeah. Uh, some bloke from Azerbaijan got in touch on Twitter actually and says some he... bloke from Azerbaijan. Yeah, yeah, just some bloke from Azerbaijan. Was that his handle? That yeah. Um, said he's gonna be. The first Azerbaijan star, worldwide star. Mm. So they've got eye abs for him. Um, I, think that, I think that just means to go on the 23s and you become an yeah, Azerbaijani star, yeah. to be fair. Exactly. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's made a few ways over the past week because Christ, that move to Birmingham just came out the blue. Yeah. About 10 o'clock last Friday. The, the Bright, Bright couldn't agree personal terms, couldn't agree. Kind of a financial package to, to to go to Birmingham permanently. He's just kind of stuck in limbo now. It seems for the next six months. Yeah, uh, as he runs out, runs down his contract at Wolves. But mm-hmm. came on the phone and asked asked for Dadashov on loan, and Dadashov's inkling was to stay at Wolves. And you know, at first it, it seemed like you know as soon as kind of heard about it, I thought, well, he's off there then for the for the rest of the season on loan. But, yeah. Um, it spent the first half of the campaign at um, Pacos de Ferreira in Portugal mm. and barely played. I think he had a handful of sub appearances and had come back and wanted regular football and, and, and to score goals. And yeah. perhaps that was the that was his thinking in turning down in, in Birmingham. I think 
as well. Only having an hour somebody over probably didn't help either. Maybe had he had a day or two, maybe his decision would have been different. But um, yeah, he decided to stay in the 23s instead of going to the championship. And he scored a couple of goals since. Um, that inclusion in the Europa League squad as well. I mean, in terms of that, I wouldn't read into that too much. Just padding out, you got to name names. Yeah, Luke Kundal's already in there. I mean, not to say he's in there. Taylor Perry, Terry Taylor, Andreas Sondergaard. They're just a few that are already in this Europa League squad. It's mm-hmm. a, if you look at it on the UEFA website, it's massive. Yeah, um, Harry Burgoyne was in there mm. until he left, left for Shrewsbury. So it's... It doesn't necessarily say that he's going to play against Espanyol or anything like that, or yeah. even be in the squad. Yeah, but he's for, for better or worse, or for whatever you want to call it, mm. he's making waves and he's, he's he's got his name out there over the past past week or so. Seen saw saw a bit of him against Liverpool for the twenty threes, and he's runs his socks off. To mm. be fair, I don't think he's the most technically gifted, or at least not yet. But he looks like he wants it. But at the same time, you know, you or. The 23s, a lot of the 23s, and we might discuss this coming into in, 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 a, in a, an episode time, whatever, but but there's a lot of the 23s who started this season who aren't there anymore, you yeah. know. Um, so you'd thought on the, okay, it's a, it's a late move, but the chance to, to, to play for a championship club, let's see if you, let's see, you know, and he scores a few goals, comes back, and then, and then happy days, here we go. This could be someone who, I'm not going to say it's a second striker next season, but could be a third striker if they get mm-hmm. a second striker in, uh, and you're going to be in and around that squad. And you think that if you've got first-team aspirations, okay, albeit we'll have a bit of, a, bit of a laugh that you rejected Birmingham City, but at the same time, if you've got first-team aspirations and you're going to have to go to, to a tier down, but still, you know, a serious football, and you've rejected that, seems seems a bit strange to me. I was surprised, yeah, i I thought, well, Birmingham have come in. That's a that's a great move mm. for him. Um, Do you think Wolves were surprised? I, th- I think so. I think there would have been a, a bit of bit of surprise there. But I think at the same time, there was an hour to to decide. I think it was necessarily you know you've got to make a spur at the moment decision here. So this to, so this was a very late. This was like t- this was like ten nine ten o'clock on Friday night. The Window closes at eleven, so you've got to okay. pretty much make a decision on the spot. Well, so nothing in before that. It was literally called ten o'clock at night. Well, the bright it fell through, and it was literally the eleventh hour. So right. had he had a day or an, a night to sleep on it, which he didn't, mm-hmm. then as I say, the decision could have been different. But it's literally come at the eleventh hour. His his initial inkling was it wasn't for him, so that's that's what he's gone with. Um, had he had a bit more time to mull it over. It could have been different, but we saw Deion Sanderson go out to the championship. Fantastic move for him. Yeah, going to Cardiff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, I mean, at first that he's a good lad, Deion. He's, he's he's played played very well, and he's got all the tools to to succeed. But I, I didn't think a championship club would come in for him. Mm. You know, he's not had a senior alone before, but you know, he, he's he's jumped at the chance. Um, obviously, ben, Benny Ashley Seal's gone to Accrington and saying, you know, he went there because the manager kind of. You know, really went in for him and really wanted wanted him there. So the youngsters have got got themselves some good lounges and Dadashov really is kind of the guy who could have been, um, and he's just been kind of you know the what the one who may should, probably should be playing senior football. He's he's there at the moment with the twenty threes. I mean, the twenty threes this past week with all the lads going out to Marbella have basically been under eighteens and Dadashov. Yeah. Um, I think Ed Francis and maybe one or two others, but it's mainly been Dadashov in the under-18s. Yeah. 
Um, so he's scoring goals, but he, it is a peculiar one because mm. you know ultimately he's turned down a championship side. We'll see if it works out in the future. Yeah, I mean. You know, he could score 20 goals in the second half of the season for the 23s, but ultimately, it's 23s football. Have, uh, so, have Wolves got aspirations for him to play first-team football? Or are we going on maybe a slightly higher-profile Dukins-Nazon situation here, where they want to loan him out to league, scores a few goals and sell him on at a profit? Is this another one of, of this chain that we've seen over the last, you know, convey about the last maybe couple of seasons? That, that's, what, that's what you lean towards at first, but they've paid... I think it was a million quid yeah. f- around around that for the for this guy, uh, um, and now he's on a long term deal. They got him out on loan to the Portuguese top flight. It didn't work out, so they brought him back. Um, but he's only twenty, mm. and from people who regularly watch the twenty threes, they're they're raving about him. But he could he could be one. But I think this the the academy, as you say, the 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 approach has mm. been. Let's get players in. Let's mm-hmm. see if we can sell them on for a profit. It's almost become like Chelsea, really, or yeah. Man City in that respect. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think we'll see him in a squad before the end of the season or anything like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I think Campana's got a chance, yeah. definitely from what from Nuno has been saying. Sure. Um, but Dadashov, I think he's one that will be playing for the 23s for the rest of the season, hopefully scoring goals, mm-hmm. and then I think they'll reassess the situation in the summer because, you know, really. I don't think he's a 23s player. I think he's too good for that level. Yeah. But the next step is perhaps get him a few goals and then get him back out on a, on a senior line again in the summer. Top draw. Thank you very much, Joe. Little mini uh, competition. I say mini competition. I'm going to say it's one of the best competitions we've ever ran. Great oh. competition for the peeps. It's, well, put it this way. What's probably your... What away ground or fixture are you looking forward to the most this season would you say out of the Premier League games what do you say oh I'm looking forward to that game this season uh, hopefully you say the one that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Tottenham yeah Tottenham yeah. away Tottenham away um, obviously allocation wise an absolute nightmare Every, you could sell this you could sell this ground for away fans ten times over I think everybody would want to go to it everybody oh, yeah. want to go new stadium one of the best stadiums in the world uh, big game straight after the Europa League can't get tickets unless you've got 20 million points and you've been to every single game since Crawley away uh, well, or, or Chorley away or, well, or, or Chorley away <laughs> yes absolutely we have got not just two regular tickets Ooh. I'm giving away two VIP oh, executive baby. tickets oh yeah to Spurs Against Wolverhampton Wanderers, our guests, if you win the competition, are going to be in the Stratus East Lounge. I'll give you a little bit of background to the Stratus East oh, Lounge. Give, give me a bit of a, which a you scene can, you can uh, You can look at on, on, uh, on Tottenham uh, Premium Experience, Premium League Match Day mm. Options forward slash Wolves. Beautiful. Our Stratus East Lounge is a modern contemporary lounge in the eaves of the stadium offering stunning panoramic views Across London. Oh, now you're talking. An informal, high-quality bowl food concept. Uh, bowl food concept. So you eat f- food up. Uh, someone, <laughs> someone's always been paid to write this. This. I love this. An informal, high-quality bowl food concept, allowing for varied and flexible meal options. Fantastic view of the action from seats located towards the front or the upper tier of the halfway line. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, you get prime match day seats on the halfway line. 
access to the Eastratus Lounge three hours pre and up to two hours post-match. Complimentary light bites, bowl food, pre and post-match. Remember, that is bowl food. Bowl food. Pre and post-match. Complimentary wine, drinks reception, free free booze. Oh, free booze. Free booze. Complimentary beers, champagne, and soft drinks at half-time. Oh, a bit of champers. How, how good is this? A little bit of the bubbly. I mean, I oh, kind yeah. of feel like... I kind of feel like I should be selling a press ticket, and I'll take these two tickets, to be honest. Me, me and you will go? Yeah, we'll um, go, we'll go. If, if someone else wants to give an interview now, now Pav's match, and then me, me and you will just go, go and get on the champagne. Happy bloody days. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, for you to enter this competition, all you do is retweet myself. Retweet Mr. Joe Edwards, and you'll autom- automatically be entered into the draw... Um, and we'll announce the winner on... When shall I announce them? I'll announce them I'll announce them at midday on this Saturday. So midday. So this is going out today, which is Thursday, late afternoon, early evening. You've got till mid... Oh, no, Friday. Friday. Friday, Friday. Blooming hell. Um, oh, no. So we'll get midday. Midday Saturday. Midday Saturday. Midday Saturday. Because I'll say it on the tweet, so you've got to retweet it. Okay. Um, you need to give me some goal scorers, Joe. Oh yes. If you get if you get lucky and you're the winner, then you need these goal scorers to score, and you will be going to executive experience against Wolves, all for a retweet. I mean, it's a no-brainer, right? Absolute no-brainer. So, so such an easy decision to exactly. make. Exactly. Um, Josh, would you would you you'd like to get interested in this? In this one, you? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Yes. He'll be he'll be Arsenal, mate. He no no rule for this, right? Okay. <laughs> oh, no, he can't get to Spurs. He's Arsenal. Oh. Oh, okay. supporting the Wolves now. Oh, there we okay. go. There we go. Okay. Right, um, Everton against Crystal Palace. Everton against Crystal Palace at Goodison Park. Please give me a goal scorer, Mr. Joe Edwards. Difficult one to call. Everton against Palace. Uh, Everton four to six with the bookies' favourites. Uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin for the first goal there, um, and then we're going to go. We're going to go to uh, another game, and we're going to go to a game on Sunday. Manchester City against West Ham United. But okay, you can't announce the winner on Saturday, then can you? Or no, can I can. You? No, I can. Not the winner, but I can announce who's won ah. it, and then they can. They'll then they'll have something to look forward to to see the games, if that makes sense. It's yeah. a sweat for well, them until I get my scorers wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and what was what was that game? Manchester City against West Ham United. First goal scorer, please, Mr. Joe Edwards. Raheem Sterling. No, don't do that. He's been ruled out of the game. Come oh, okay. on, mate. Come uh, on. Anyone. Don't say West Ham player, though. Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Okay, and the last one. You're going to have to wait a while. Wolves against Leicester. Valentine's Bebe. Mm. Give me a goal scorer. Raul Jimenez. Raul Jimenez. So, I mean, for could, me... Could, could I give a better one than De Bruyne? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, you can change. Cause, like, yeah, because I feel like that's... I'm, I'm selling people short. Go on then, go on then. Well, is Aguero or Jesus going to play? That, well, that's, that's, that, that, well that's, the, that's the question you've got to ask yourself, you see. That's why I think De Bruyne's not a bad shot because it probably is going to be Jesus or you could play both of them. Is, Sterling's out, so you is think... Is Mahrez playing every week? Mm, he doesn't he know, do That's you? what I'm saying. So who's your, who's your, who's your nailed-on guy? Probably De Bruyne then. I don't it? think you can change it because it'd be devastating if you changed it. This could be someone's... Yeah. Lifetime experience. No, I'll, I'll go with my. Yeah. Go with your gut. I'll go with my gut. Yeah. De, De, Bruyne. De Bruyne. And also, and also, just as a just as a little caveat in that, 
because they keep on missing penalties, Gundogan missed the last penalty. Oh, Bru- I think I think yeah. De Bruyne could be on penalties. So oh, well, that, that, let's uh, go for that. Expert pick, yeah. So Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Kevin De Bruyne, Raul Jimenez. If all three of them score, you are going to the strategy stand for Spurs against Wolverhampton Wanderers. And if you get two of them right, because I don't want I don't want people to miss out. No, we'll give you a signed shirt. A signed Wolverhampton Wanderers home shirt. 2019-2020, how good is that? that that's, that's fantastic. Can't say fair of that for a retweet, can I? If you don't get the bowl food... Yeah, I mean, then just... You get a Wolves top. And if you don't get the bowl food, then put some food in a bowl, and uh, it's a win-win. Or wearing your Wolves top. Yeah. Signed. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, okay. Um, right, let's move on, let's move on. Questions, questions from the peeps. Loads of questions. Come on, some question really time. really good questions. Question um, time. Joe, you can, you can have a few as well. I think you've got some, so I'll just I go have. through a few... Uh, with you now, senor. Si, senor. Uh, okay, let's go straight on with Scrivo. Scrivo, Matthew Scrivens. It's interesting, um, interesting caricature he's got here with some sort of guitar Scrivo. situation. Scrivo, always, always, always first on the question. Why is good question? Good question. I like, I like Scrivo, so he, he gets priority sometimes. Uh, Scrivo, given that there's usually a three-year itch in the football world when it comes to players and coaches' desire to move on. Would you say it's essential to get Champions League qualification to keep everyone here? Or would Europa League demonstrating sustained European football be enough? I read these questions out because they are great questioners. I think the latter. I think Europa League for a second season would be enough. I think Champions League would definitely do the job. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think Europa League, as you say, sustained progress and another step forward to hopefully one day becoming uh, a Champions League team for years to come, I think uh, I think that would be enough to do it. So, OK, I'll put it to you in a worst case, not a worst case scenario, but a scenario that is, that's potential. Yeah. I'll give you Wolves losing the Europa League final. They finish eighth in the league. Mm. They miss out. Yes. Who's who's in danger? And do you feel who would have the greatest itch? Oh, in terms of the greatest itch. I don't think anybody would be desperate to leave. I genuinely doubt. Mm. Um, You'd be desperate to leave. You're like, I'm doing European football or nothing. Uh, um, I think the one that you look at is is Adama. Um, in terms of in terms of the 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 age that he's at and the devastating effects he's had for Wolves this season. I mean, there's some and the crazy money that could potentially come in for him. Yeah, and there will be. Big bids for these players, no matter whether they finish 4th, 6th, 7th, 12th. This is the summer, and I think they've been quite lucky with bids. Yeah. And, and it'd be nice to maybe see if there was any interest, I think, in, in January or serious bids for players, because I'm sure there was questions asked. But I think that this summer will be, that's when, and that's when maybe you might need a, some some more staff in place, because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because these are going to be some big name, big big numbers talked about for some big clubs. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, there's, there's been some national newspaper talk over the past few days about Traore potentially being a part of a big bid from Barca. I mean, at this point, that's just speculation, yeah, really. Yeah. The, you know, we've only just ended January. Um, you know, there'll be nothing concrete on that front yet. I mean, I know there's such a thing as forward planning, but, you know, Wolves, Wolves are... Wolves and any other club have, you know, have done their business for at least a few months. You know, they, they won't be thinking about the summer like they will have it in the back of their mind, but sure. it's not like the priority yet. Well, look, they've got a lot. They've got a lot to concentrate exactly. on before that, haven't exactly. they? Exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I think Traore would be the one um, that I think the resolve will be the tested for the most. Um, Jimenez is another that if he is 
if he is going to move on, I think obviously time would be running out on that one. But I, I don't see him leaving. I, re- I really don't. So I think this kind of I think Jimenez, you know, in all for all intents and purposes, is is the main man uh, playing wise at Wolves. I know Traore is the is the marquee man really, but um, the kind of you take Jimenez out that team and it's it's a very very different team. So Andrew Willis kind of on the, on the same front says, how many of these core first team players will be at Wolves at the beginning of the season? We're going to say all of them at the moment, if you had to, or not. Or would you say one goes? I think there could be um, just a one or two mm. on the, not, not kind of, not lesser departures, but, you, you know, not, not massive, massive names leaving. Obviously, John Ruddy hasn't signed a contract yet. Um, and I think there will be championship suitors at least for him probably guaranteeing first team football week in week out and he'll have, he'll have a decision to make John Will in the, in, the, in the summer as to whether he wants to carry on being a number two or go and be a number one in the second tier and now judging by the type of character he is he's very thirsty, very hungry I think that may well be one that we see potentially John going going out and, and playing first-team football every week. Um, but in terms of the big departures, I, I, I still think there's another... I still genuinely think there's another season for, for, all, for all the lads. I just think it's... You know, some of those... Some of those on, on the fringes may well, may well leave. And some of the younger lads that have you now supplemented the squads, your Oscar Burrs and people like that, you know, they've outgrown the 23s, but are they really going to break into the Wolves team? I don't think so. So maybe they get uh, new permanent homes in the summer. Uh, David Evans, which Parks and Recreations character do you identify with most? Parks and Recreation? I mean, I've got to say. What, what, what's I've, I've, I've got to say, David. I, I, I've never watched it either. What is, what is Parks and Recreation? Is it some Netflix series? It's, a, it's, a, it's like, yeah, it's, it's a bit like, you know, I think Officey Banter. Um, yeah. yeah. Have, you seen, have you seen it, mate? Parks that? and Recreation. Never heard of it. He's, he's, no. he's, he's switched off now. He's looking at his yeah, phone. No, he's half no. an hour he's into this, and then he's like, "Oh, this is this is crap." He sang his song, and then <laughs> yeah, he's and gone. That's it. He's gone. Well, he's like, well, the Arsenal have all left after sixty minutes." <laughs> Goodness <laughs> me, uh, David. I'm so sorry. I, I watched it. Is it. Would you recommend it? Let's see. Let's let, maybe I watch an episode or two this weekend. Would you watch it if recommended? I, I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what it is. Okay. Uh, right, right, right. Okay. Um, Kevin T. Watson, we needed to take Wolves to the next level of challenging for the Premier League. Uh, centre back. Yeah. Ro- another midfielder. Yeah, another centre back, another midfielder, and a, and a different striking option. Um, if anything happens to Jimenez, you know, I don't think it, you know, touch what he doesn't, but uh, if anything happens to Jimenez, you, you, you want. You want two 10-plus goal-a-season players in your team. And Jimenez, despite how well Traore has done, um, Jota hasn't hit the heights that he did last season, this season yet. Injuries played a part, of course. But I think you want two 10-plus goal-a-season players in your team. And Wolves don't quite have that yet. No, they don't. Um, Let's have a look. Anything else? Uh, Do you want me to come in? Yeah, you can... You can come in. Did you see the? Did you see the the picture of Jimenez wrapped in cling film in Marbella? I mean, I know you re- you, re- you joked about him being wrapped in, wrapped up in cotton wool. Yeah, and but he is, r- r- I think it was Matinho actually wrapped his face in cling film. Right, so, excellent news. Yeah, fantastic. But don't, it, advice: Don't do that at home, children. No, no, well, not 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 a great situation. Don't want death on our hands. Exactly, um, Kyle. Litchfield, mm. um, if you could pick one ex Wolves player to play in this team, who would it be? Mm. Um, Jay Roberts Below suggested Jolly and Lescott, and I huh. think that's a great shout. Yeah. Um, 
you know, in terms of a defensive player, I think he'd slot in on that left of the back three perfectly. Uh, Lescott had his pomp. Um, in terms of other players, you know, I've always said I like Ebanks Blake, but he's he, he's he, he, he's not he's not Jimenez. He, you know, Ebanks Blake at his best. Um, done a big interview with uh, Michael Kiteley plug um, that will be going in the paper tomorrow. He was a good player, but he wouldn't get in his current Wolves team, to be fair. Jolly and Lescott, that's good shit. Amar's Music Show. Question for um, question for you guys. I did a sports journalism degree and it made me not want to do sports journalism. Oh, so, sorry, to, yeah, sorry to hear that. Yeah. So what made you persist through all the horrible jobs you need to do before you got to the big time? Uh, in brackets, yes, the ENS is certainly the big time. Uh, I mean, the thing is, right, I mean, obviously it depends on your course. It depends on... It depends on what you do. I would suggest that I, I did this. I just did a straight journalism degree rather than sports journalism. I think sometimes these days, if you do a sports journalism de- degree specifically, you're cutting off a lot of different avenues there. I think when you do journalism, I think it's important to to learn the new side of things. I know a lot of the courses now split up into print, into 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 and into broadcast as yeah. well, um, and radio, so, you know, print radio and TV. I think I think where you've gone wrong here, Arma, as you said. You know what made you persist through all the horrible jobs? Now I, I, w- I wouldn't deem any of them as horrible. I think you've got to learn. You've got to learn at the bottom. Yeah. They're not horrible jobs. These are essential learning jobs. So if you're doing, I don't know, you're writing for the local student newspaper, or you're going on hospital radio, or you're going to go watch a non-league game and you send your reporting and get paid for free, you know, get, don't get paid for for two years, three years. These aren't horrible jobs. These are actually great jobs to get a grounding yeah. in in the actual world of journalism. So. Um, you know, I think you know if they, if you deem them as horrible, we can't all go to the glitz and the glamour and stuff. You know, you know, I've worked, I've I've covered some non-league North Ferriby games, and yeah. you know, I've gone and in, interview, you know, gone to LA Galaxy and worked for ESPN and gone to America. But I I hold each of them in the same regard because that's how that's how you get there. You know, yeah. you've got to take stepping stones. And I think if you've gone from uni and you go and do a huge job, um, you know, national with national focus, and you won't be ready. So you've got to learn on the way. Some of us come through different paths. Yeah. Some of us have gone through children's TV to get to where we are. Uh, perish the thought, but yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't just fall into your lap, is what I'm trying to say, Joe. No, You've got to work hard, yeah. and that doesn't mean to say that it's bad to work hard. You've got to graft. Yeah, I, I mean, I before obviously started helping Tim do Wolves um, last uh, <laughs> um, do Wolves last October, and before that, I'd done two and a half years covering covering Telford United in National League North. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's a very different, you know, vast difference in standard. But now, without that grounding, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be do, doing doing walls today. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you can, I guess, at, at a lower level, get away with making mistakes that you you you, you know, it's human error that, that you will make. But you build up that build up your confidence. You get your writing experience. You build up contacts, and. You know, in a strange way, a lot of people from Telford, you know, your Rob Edwards, your Ryan Giles, I ended up meeting again yeah, through of Wolves anyway. And that, it's a very small world, isn't it? It's a small world, so you never know mm. what kind of experience, however small or mediocre it may seem at the time. Sure. It can really stand you in a good stead for the future. So, you know, in, in terms of anybody coming through who may mm. be listening to this, you think, oh, God, I'm doing, uh, I don't know, Rush All Olympics, say, round here versus, you know, Stratford Town in 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 the Evastic Prem. And yeah. I'm not getting paid to go, mm-hmm. and I'm just doing it for a for a student newsletter or whatever. It all it's all it's all feathers to your bar, mm-hmm. and it's it, it's all it's all experience. And you know, I, I, it's it's get it's about getting reps in. It's like anything else. You get your reps in, you build yeah. your confidence, and you get better over time. And um, 
yeah, I think I think that's the key to it. And we never ever take it for granted, I think, as well. You know, there's, there's yeah. good days and bad days in the job, but when, when we're turning up to games and covering it, it doesn't matter how high profile the game is. I think when you, I always kind of take a step back, look at the media zone, look at the press room, look at the press box, yeah. and you know, look at the game, and you, you walk out to these stands, you know, with your laptop in hand, and you think, flipping hell. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's an absolute yeah. blessing. And, yeah. you know, I think uh, we're very fortunate to do the job that we do. Um, like, sometimes, sometimes things don't go according to plan. However, I think. You know, we're very, very lucky, and 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 hopefully, you, know, you guys enjoy most of what we do most of the time because because uh, we we certainly do. I'll uh, never take it for granted. Uh, one more for you, Joe, uh, yeah. from Reggie. Hey guys, Twitter is where we predominantly hear news about Wolves first. Sometimes it's news fans want to hear. Sometimes it's not. How do you guys deal with the good, the bad, and the ugly of Twitter? Is it a case of just being thick-skinned? That does come into it. I think the best thing to do, even if you, you you don't necessarily agree with what someone has said. Just just be seen to being, you know. I try my best to engage with you know with everyone as as, as best as I can. And if if, if people want to know things, um, I'll do my best to, to to find out and 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 tell you. And I think that's I think that's the best approach to take. Just being easily accessible. Don't shoot yourself off to people. And just and just talk to people and and not everyone's going to agree with me i, I don't, ex- don't expect that i'm not not going to be everybody's cup mm. of tea and you know you're not going to please everybody all of the time but um of course but that, that, that's that's just a, a cookie crumble absolutely you know and you, you can't take it to heart because if you do then we'd be you know jumping off a bridge every two minutes i think you know it's just part it's just part of the job it's part it is it, yeah. it, it is what it is and you know maybe we might have a a segment that might come back once in a while. You never know in the, in the future. We'll see, we'll see. Oh, I think teaser. there's enough material there for there's it, plenty, to be honest. <laughs> plenty of material. Uh, watch this space, maybe next week we'll see. I think you, some of the uh, regular listeners might know uh, might know what that one is. Uh, any more, Joe, from you, or are you good? I mean, I'm kind of good uh, on the questions. Quick questions this week as well. Yeah. Sorry if you get round to them. Are you are you okay? I just got one of the lads from my Sunday team saying which player from our Sunday team would slot into the current Wolves team. Wow, I can't believe you um, added this question into it. That's unbelievable. It, it definitely wouldn't be me. Okay. Um, I am considering retiring from Sunday League football. I think that would be that would be the smart thing. Yeah, yeah. I think my, my time has uh, been and gone. Mm-hmm. To be honest, no goals this season. Um, went from defence to midfield to up front to midfield to bench, 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 bench every week. Yeah. Um, so it certainly wouldn't be me uh, and it certainly wouldn't be the lad who's uh, asking either. So, um, and where would you want to go in the round of 16 after we battle Espanyol? Says Renat Dadashiv. Um, <laughs> wow, excellent. <laughs> fantastic. Um, I don't really, don't really care to be honest because I won't be there. He I'll won't be, be there! I'll, 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 I'll be in Mexico on my honeymoon with uh, Rails mates. I tell you what, I hope Wolves are at home in the first leg if they get through Espanyol because I won't be there either because I'm at Cheltenham. Oh, God, yeah. I'm at Cheltenham as well and I can't have a good the year and a half. So, so yeah, it could be uh, it could be some some interesting personnel. But let's hope let's hope uh, let's hope it all all finishes well. And you know, you'll be in your honeymoon, so you won't be you'll be watching it on uh, on the old phone, will you? Get get through that yeah, through the misses. Well, as same Mexico, they, mm. they must be following Raul's every move. We've. Uh, with beady eyes, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go, go and have some uh, sangrias or whatever it is, or you know, sex, bre- sex on the beaches, mate. Yep. Yeah, and <laughs> some and some drinks as well. <laughs> uh, well, hey, uh, right, I had a couple more segments, but we're running out of time. We, we've gone over as it is. There's so much to talk about. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, take take a break, guys. Take a, you know, you got plenty of time this weekend. Have a breath. Have a breath. 
Take it easy. Yeah. There's lots of games coming up. You know, in here, in Europe, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. From Joe. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, thank you. From me. Thank, thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you. From, from Work Experience Kid, who is uh, Josh. Josh, thank you very much. Thank you, Josh. Uh, have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you all uh, probably on Wednesday ahead of the, the game on Leicester City on Valentine's night. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>